Welcome to the Fit-ish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Brittany. I'm a mom of four, and I'm on a mission to help moms find ways to twist health and fitness into the chaos of motherhood. After losing 180 pounds of baby weight and overcoming postpartum depression, I fell in love with helping women overcome societal norms while creating a path for themselves. I am here to tell you everything you need to know about building the body and life of your dreams, all with kids in tow. Grab your coffee, because I know you need it, and let's dive in. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Fit-ish Mama podcast. Um, If you guys didn't see last week, I posted my first YouTube video, so this one will also be up on YouTube, so feel free to go and check that out. The link is in the show notes below, Um, but today I want to talk about postpartum um, and just what your body is going through from a physical perspective, a hormone perspective, because a lot of times, like, we don't get that information and we don't necessarily get the type of care that we need. Um, I think it's fairly obvious that that is kind of lacking in our country, which is very unfortunate. Um, And I know I didn't understand all of the hormone changes that were going on for me. And that led me to make a lot of poor choices when it came to like my weight loss and my health. Um, And so I don't want you to make that same mistake. So I'm just going to break down like what is going on in your body once you give birth, right? And then how that is going to relate to getting your body back, if that is something that you are interested in, um, so that you can make sure you are doing it safe for you and for your baby, right? So after you have your baby, right? So exciting, but your hormones go absolutely berserk, okay? Um, Your prolactin and your oxytocin levels start to dramatically increase, Okay, um, your prolactin is the hormone that helps with breast milk production, right? So if you're wanting to breastfeed, we we need that hormone. We want that hormone that is going to help you um, have your milk come in, right? Like that's going to give your body the signal to start producing milk. Some people do start producing colostrum before their baby is even born. Um, and keep in mind, like your milk coming in can take a few days. So I know some people are like, oh my God, my milk didn't come in. You know, it can take three days. It can take five days. Um, So do be patient with your body. Give your body that time to just get those hormones up and, you know, figure out what it's doing. Um, But then the oxytocin, what that does is that helps with the contraction of our uterus, right? We need our uterus to contract to get rid of any of the extra um, childbirth, The you know, your all the bleeding, all of that stuff, right? That's also why when you are nursing, you contract, right? Because those hormones are come together and they're like, let's get all of this out. Um, That is one thing that I did not expect when I was just had my baby, right? Like you're trying to nurse and your boobs hurt. And then every time you nurse, your stomach hurts. And it's like the most painful cramps you've ever had in your whole life. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? Right? It doesn't feel very good. Um. Okay, so that is the first week, right? You're, you're, again, your body is starting to transition um, to now care for this baby, okay? Around month three, um, that is when your estrogen and your progesterone levels start to decrease and they come back down to pre-baby. Um, so this is where a lot of times when you are hearing, right, it takes 12 weeks to recover. Um, it takes three months for your milk supply to regulate. That is based off of these 
hormones, okay? Your progesterone, your estrogen, right? These all play a factor in our cycles as well. Um, so you, around three months, that's when they start to come down. They start to regulate again. Um, and then if you are breastfeeding, your prolactin and your oxytocin, those still continue to stay elevated, right? We're trying to continue to produce that milk and give our baby um, everything that it needs, Um the, the decrease in estrogen, that is why we see a lot of that hair loss. Ah, um, I know that was something I 100% um, did not expect. <laughs> totally crushed my soul. I thought there was something wrong with me or I had some sort of deficiency. Um, it is totally normal, okay? Some people, it starts around six months. Um, for me, it went from about four months to about nine months. And then after that, I, it started to grow back. Um, and now you just know the tall tale signs of, of a new mama, right? Because they have all the crazy little hairs on the front of their head that just like stick up. Um, my best friend literally had like bangs. If she, I don't even know if she listens to this, but she's going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like she had these little bangs that would just like hang down. <laughs> God, I love it. It makes us so beautiful, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, right, you're going to see a lot of that, that hair loss is going to start to come in. Um, hopefully your period might start to be a little bit more regular if you've gotten it by now. Um, if you are on birth control, that will affect it, right? And sometimes breastfeeding moms do not get their period for a few months. Um, side note, that does not mean that you uh, can't get pregnant. That is a old wives tale. So you can still very much get pregnant while you are breastfeeding. Um, if you don't want to get pregnant, do whatever you feel comfortable to make sure that does not happen. Um, around month six, okay, our prolactin starts to decrease. Um, so we will start to make a little bit less breast milk, but this is also around the time where your baby, um, might start to be eating some solids, right? So if you think about it from that point of view, makes total sense. Um, you don't really need as much. Your milk changes as your baby gets older, your baby's needs. Um, so your milk production will start to decrease. Um, milk production, right, if you are someone who is breastfeeding, does impact your metabolism. So this is something to be very um, cognizant of. This was something that I also didn't know my first time, and it took me by complete surprise. Um, I lost a decent amount of weight, you know, after having CJ. And then when I stopped breastfeeding, I gained 20 pounds back because I was still eating as if I was breastfeeding because I didn't know at the time that like I didn't need those extra calories anymore. Um, but breastfeeding can uh, burn up to, you know, anywhere from 300 to 500 calories, right? So it depends on how often they're nursing. Um, are you nursing one baby, two babies, right? Like that is going to change the caloric need for that. So when you're trying to figure out, well, where is my maintenance or how many calories do I need to eat to like lose weight? You have to take those calories into consideration because if you are not eating enough, then you are going to you know, again, compromise your body's like, well, do I make breast milk or do I like make this lady's heartbeat in her brain work, right? Of course, it's going to go the other way. Um, and that's why a lot of people see a big drop in supply once they start exercising and trying to lose weight. You have to account for those calories. Um, one like quick way to decide, well, how much extra um, for every ounce of breast milk, you want to add a 20 calories, right? So I think for me, by the time, um, you know, my last kid was one, she was still nursing, but she was only doing it like three times a day. So I added about 300 calories. Um, so again, if you are tandem feeding, if you are 
Um, or if you're like producing a lot, a lot, a lot, you're pumping a lot, you might need to add extra food. Um, so make sure you are doing that. You are accounting for that. Um, if you don't want to lose your supply, right? Because at that point it's like, you know, now you're frustrated because you're, you know, you put in all this work and now your milk's just kind of like going away. Um, some other hormone issues or not issues, but other things that happen from a hormonal standpoint um, is again, with your estrogen and your progesterone decreasing as you're going through those months postpartum, that is why a lot of people feel the baby blues. Okay. So that again is, it is a hormone shift. So sometimes we get sad, right? Baby blues is much different than postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Sometimes it does get confused. Baby blues can turn into postpartum depression. Um, but it's just important to make sure you're having those check-ins with yourself, right? Like I've done multiple episodes on postpartum depression, what the signs are, symptoms, how I've worked through it, right? So if you're curious on that, you know, go back through, find that episode. Um, I can also link that in the show notes below. Um, but baby blues is not the same as that, right? So baby blues is usually pretty short-lived. Um, it's just from that decrease in those two hormones. And then once they're a little bit more regulated, you feel fine again, Um so make sure, again, like you are checking in with yourself, um, you know, okay, I'm feeling good, like this is all right. Um, and then what else? What else? What else? Um, so as far as like losing weight, right, like or getting healthy, what do we need to do? Um, a lot of people get cleared by the doctor at six weeks or eight weeks if you've had a C-section. I know for a lot of people, they're like, I'm just going to go and work out now. I'm going to go into my deficit and I'm going to try to lose weight. Um, and I want to strongly encourage you not to do that. Um, I will say I learned, again, I learned this from bad choices that I made. Um, I started working out three weeks postpartum with my third terrible choice absolutely terrible. I mean, my postpartum depression significantly worse than what it was, um, but with that, right, like I just, we just went through this timeline, right? What's going on with our body? We're having all of these spikes in the oxytocin, in the prolactin, and then, you know, a few months down the, lo- the line, we're having those big drops um, in the other two hormones. So if you think about it from a hormone perspective, you're really not regulated or even starting to be regulated until you're at least three months postpartum, right? Your milk supply is just starting to regulate. Um, So if you're trying to lose weight at six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, right? Like it's going to be really difficult. And it's because your body is not in a place hormonally to stand that, right? To respond well to it. You need to give yourself that time, right? In the first 12 weeks, I would even go 16 weeks of having your baby. The only thing you should be focused on is eating enough food to maintain and or add in for breastfeeding, sleep, lots and lots of sleep, okay? Because if you are not sleeping enough, that is going to increase your chances of depression. It is going to make you feel like trash. Um, You are going to just wreck your hormones in general, right? Sleep is so important for everybody, regardless of having a baby or not. Um, 
And then of course, right, like you want to make sure that internally things are healed. You know, do you have diastasis recti? Do you need to focus on your pelvic floor? Um, your body is still very flexible from having to, you know, uh, your hips having to open up and your joints are a little bit more pliable. You are way more prone to injuries because of that as well, right? So if you are not being careful, you're going to have a lot of resistance with weight loss. You're also going to increase the chances of injury because you don't know what your actual limits are, right? Because you can't feel them based off of all these hormones that are surging through your body. So in the first 12 to 16 weeks, and I, I do this with all my postpartum clients, right? We are not focusing on weight loss. We are focusing on getting you a healthy amount of food, getting you on a good sleep schedule, making sure we are managing your stress properly, and letting your hormones figure out whatever the hell they need to figure out. Um, and then once we get to that, you know, 12 to 16 week mark, now we can start talking about taking you into a deficit, right? Your milk supply is regulated, um, if you're breastfeeding, we've kind of already identified if you have diastasis, if you have any pelvic floor issues, um, and you can start working on the diastasis and the pelvic floor right after you have your baby, right? Those are low impact, very specific exercises to strengthen the um, internal muscles um, and help close the gap of your diastasis, because those are also going to affect your ability to lift weights, how strong you can lift, Um and if you have all of those issues, right, like, again, now you're going to be limited, you're not going to see the progress that you're looking for. So that first four months, you really should just be focused on, again, building that foundation. And I talked about this in some of my earlier episodes, you need a solid foundation for anything you're going to do. It, you know, you want to make sure your hormones are good, and you're, you know, you're eating enough, and you're sleeping, and your digestion, and your energy, and in all the things, right? Because if all of these things are compromised, you're going to have a lot of resistance to losing weight, right? And now you're going to be really frustrated. You're going to be like, why isn't this working? I'm trying so hard. Well, like your body's just not, it's not ready. Um, You shouldn't be peeing if you are doing jumping jacks, right? It shouldn't hurt to have sex. It shouldn't feel like, you know, you have this huge hole in your stomach, Um you want to be doing specific exercises for those things, right? You don't want to lose your milk supply. So there's a lot of things that go into making sure you're set up for success from a health perspective, a weight loss perspective, and then just an overall like life perspective. Um, my body image just consumed so much of who I was and what I was thinking that like, I didn't even enjoy having a, my baby. Um, I just wanted to get back to normal. And the reality is our bodies are never the same, like never the same. It will never look the way it did. And that's not a bad thing, right? In fact, I feel like I look much better because now I know how to build and create and craft this body that I love. Um, but I also spent a lot of time healing that part of me and letting my insides heal, letting my hormones balance out, learning how to eat a well-balanced diet, eat enough. Um, if you're not, you know, I've taken babes into fat loss phases before and it doesn't work because their hormones are jacked, right? You need to give your body that time to just reset, to re, you know, level out. Um, and you just need to rest, right? So moral of the story is, um, if you are postpartum, Okay. Give yourself some grace. Let your hormones 
figure out what they're doing, right? Let them level out. Let's try to get your cycle back on track if we can. Um, focus on that sleep. Give yourself some grace when it comes to your potty image and just enjoy your baby, right? Enjoy having that time together. Um, I love working with postpartum moms because it's such an explorative journey, right? There's so much to learn about who you are now and what kind of mom you're going to be and what you're going to look like and, and all of that stuff. And it's fun and it's exciting, but it's also like really scary. So you don't want to be adding more resistance and more stress to yourself than is necessary, right? Like you want to just in, enjoy that time. Um, so make sure again, you're, you're building that foundation so that when you get to the point where your body can handle lifting and in those types of things, right? Like you are actually capable of doing it in a really effective way, right? Not everybody has to wait the 12 to 16 weeks. Like, I think it really depends on, you know, your abilities before you got pregnant. Um, but you also need to, like, be aware of those challenges and understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling those things. And if you don't, right, it can be very confusing, Um so I hope that this was helpful. I hope you guys liked having that information. Um, again, I just don't think there's enough on information and education to moms on like what is going on, right? Like I didn't know I was going to lose my hair. I didn't know that it could take forever to get my period. I didn't know that my milk might not come in right away, right? Like there's just so many unknowns. There's so many things that we don't talk about. And, you know, I think I said this before, like I know PPD, I think PPA as well are kind of becoming, and I say this with caution, I feel like they're becoming fads. Like, it's like everyone just throws it around. Um, and that's not to pull away from anybody's experience, right? Everybody is entitled to their own opinions on their experience and things like that. But again, that lack of education and that lack of understanding is not helping new moms. And so that is what I want to fix. I want to provide a platform and a resource for new moms, experienced moms to come in and start to understand like, why is this happening to me? Um, what am I going to expect that is not the glorified, beautiful pictures we see on social media, right? Because motherhood is beautiful. Giving birth is beautiful. Postpartum is beautiful. But there's also a lot of really ugly parts and like those parts need to be shared too. So I hope that this little science lesson um, plus some helpful tips was exactly what you needed to hear. Um, and then if you want help with your postpartum journey, you know, trying to figure out what's going on in your body, please feel free to shoot me a DM on my Instagram. Um, I love talking about this stuff, you know, figuring out like, do you need labs or, you know, do you have a pelvic floor issue? Like all of that kind of stuff, because it is so um, multifaceted. And if you don't know where to look, again, it can just be very overwhelming. So if you want to have that conversation with me, feel free, shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Um, I hope that you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Finish Mama podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Share it on Instagram and tag me so that we can become virtual besties. I can't wait to talk to you next time.